So this is now the second series in our book discussion, or book club series, whatever you want to call it. So the last one we did Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky, and this time we're going to be doing Killing Floor by Lee Child. I realized that in the last one I didn't really ever introduce the other person I was talking to uh, the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope Antonio is going to forgive me. But so I think I should probably do it now. So at least people roughly know who the other person is. Uh, so who are you? Um, so this is Kuhn I'm looking at right now. Kuhn Vorlis, uh, fellow PhD student in the same lab as me. Correct. Um, yeah. And I guess uh, the format is the same as before. So, you know, in this book club, it's basically we discuss long books, at least 500 pages long. And these are usually books that I've wanted to read for a while, but somehow never got around to doing. And as last time, so, you know, I don't know anything really about literature other than that I read a lot. So I can't have my guest know too much either. Um, so I, I, <laughs> That's I <thought> great. <laughs> Kuhn would be the perfect <laughs> person to look to, someone who also reads and doesn't know anything about literature. This is why uh, I was chosen. Yeah, yeah, this, didn't I tell you? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. No, but it's uh, you know as I said earlier, it's, it's just to set expectations where we we don't we didn't study literature or anything. We no, 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 we did. People yeah. who read a fair bit and are now going to read a long book together, uh, and for some reason we think it's a good idea to talk about it and then publicize or make public that recording because it, yes, maybe this is what people want. I don't know. Slightly um, narcissistic, but you know it's something. Yeah, I mean, you have to live out your narcissism somehow, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I do it via talking to people and then uploading it so then no one listens to the recording. That's, that's basically my plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so also uh, in this series, we also assume that the, the reader has is reading the book also. This is not the kind of thing where we just explain or retell everything that's happening. It's more that we've read uh, usually around 100 pages. Um, today, this is then the first seven chapters of Killing killing Floor, not Killing Time. And so, yeah, so uh, if you haven't read the first seven chapters, then why are you listening to this? Uh, please go back and read the first seven chapters and then you can rejoin us. Otherwise, let's give you lots of spoilers because we're going to just be talking about everything. So if you haven't read it, have fun reading the first seven chapters. And if you have read it, then... I guess we can start. Sure. So as uh, with... Should we maybe say it's the first one? We chose the, the first Jack Reacher book. Yeah, maybe why I chose why we chose this book to read is... So I've been, I don't know, a few, a few years ago or something, I did the classic thing of being at a train station and picking up some random book. It happened to be one of the Jack Reacher books. Uh-huh. Uh, I kind of liked it. And then since then, every half year or so i probably read another one every year every half year or so uh but i've never read the first one i for some i mean i guess i only pick those up when i'm basically at a train station or something and yeah, i guess they have the, the new ones yeah, yeah, yeah so that's why i've read like mm, not actually the newest ones but like a few of the recent ones um but so I've how never, many are there's uh how many have you read oh how many have i read uh yeah. i think so i read actually the first one i read was a collection of short stories which I didn't know it was unusual because they're all novels apart from this one book, but that's the one I read okay. first. And then I yeah. think th- 
three, two, two or three. Can't remember. Okay, okay. So yeah, so you have yeah, some so read, idea. Yeah, I've read some. Um, it happens to be, I think they were actually all consecutive. But yeah, so the, in this series, there's like, I don't know how many there are, 20, 30, something like that. Um, Quite a few. And they started in like the early 90s. And Lee Child has been publishing one a year since then. So yeah, I've always been curious what the first one was like. Because Lee Child was also not a writer when he wrote this. He was a recently fired uh, TV producer or something like that. Who, as far as I know, had never really written any fiction until then. So, oh. I was, yeah, I'm just curious, like, how his writing changed or whether it changed. And, yes, I just wanted to read the first one, basically. Um, Makes sense, and, yeah. And uh, another reason, of course, why uh, you're a guest here is, or why you're the, the co-host or whatever, is that you started reading one of the books and then didn't want to finish it. So, I think that's another good prerequisite. That is a good one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, I mean, it might be good to know, like, we, we kind of share books in the lab. Um, everyone, you know, who has fun books shares them and the rest reads them, kind of. I mean, that, so that's what we try. Ben has been the major... I was about to say, it's mainly me books. giving books. Yeah, you, yeah, and the rest using you, using your goodwill. Um, yeah, I've used it. So, yeah, so, so I mean, what was the book? Um, it was one of the latest ones, right? Yeah, I think it was one of the better ones. Um, although I okay. can... Yeah, it's, what was it called? Past tense, I think. Past tense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a bit, I think that one's a bit slow because you kind of, you know, you're waiting from like page 20 on for the culmination and you kind of know what's going to happen. And I felt like it was slightly dragged out, but I thought that one was pretty good. Okay. Um, and I think okay. that one is also more representative of what the Reacher books are like, the ones that I've read now. Whereas sure. this first one, I think, is a bit different in many, in a few ways, which we can talk about later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the book. That's you covered, Kuhn. Uh, it's anything me. else? Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's another page, a book that's more than 500 pages long. We're going to read around 100 pages a week. Barely, right? How many is it? Yeah, uh, five, 524. 525, yeah. Yeah, just over, yeah. I'm going to read about 100 pages a week and then talk about it. Basically, whatever we found interesting, confusing, whatever. Yeah. But it's going to be, we're going to try to keep it a little bit free-flowing, right? Um, yeah. I mean, so we're going to have a, I'm going to read a summary of each chapter in a minute. Yeah. And after that, it's, yeah, pretty much whatever comes up. I mean, I think towards the end, it, I think I, I quite liked in the crime and punishment discussion, ha towards the end, having the last five minutes or so be, you know, what do you think is going to happen next? What's going to happen to that person? A kind of bit of a guessing yeah um i thought that was quite nice but yeah apart from basically you have like five minutes structured at the beginning five minutes structured at the end and everything else is just it's just yeah, mayhem yeah. Uh, <laughs> i have no idea mayhem. what's gonna happen uh, it's gonna be crazy within Good. the limits of a book club yeah which limits nice. the craziness substantially yeah yeah anyway uh let's do the five minutes at the beginning or you know, actually, I, I I write down now two, three sentences per chapter because in the beginning of Crime and Punishment, I thought I'd just freestyle it, which led to an eight-minute summary of the <laughs> of 100 pages. Sure. Uh, so now I write them down because it's surprisingly difficult to not start waffling. At least I for couldn't me. do it. Yeah. Anyway, so here's a summary. Chapter one. Reacher, soaking wet from a long walk, having just arrived from out of state, is eating in a diner when four policemen arrest him for murder, which he says he did not commit. Chapter 2. Reacher is interrogated about the last 24 hours and his previous life. Reacher says he grew up in the army, worked for the army, and is now out of work, travelling at random. 
He also says he took a bus in the last day. He took a bus from Florida to Georgia and then walked the last forty miles. The police chief comes around as a witness and disagrees with Reacher, saying Reacher was around the crime scene, not getting onto a bus in Tampa. Chapter three: Reacher is interviewed by two policemen who put him under some pressure, but Reacher finds the fault in their reasoning and exposes their theory as weak. Reacher thinks the murder was committed by three people. A phone number was found in the victim's shoe with the word pluribus written uh, underneath, I can't remember. And that phone number... I can't read my handwriting. (laughs) Ah, That phone number is traced to a local man called Paul Hubble. Chapter 4. Hubble, a rich banker, is brought into the police station. He confesses to the murder after hearing the word pluribus and knows facts about the murder. But he couldn't have been at the crime scene at the time of the murder... One of the police officers drove him home from a party after the time of the murder. Chapter 5. Police Chief Morrison thinks that Hubble hired Reacher for the murder. Reacher and Hubble are brought brought to a jail for the weekend where they share a cell. Chapter 6. As unconvicted prisoners, Reacher and Hubble should be in holding cells. Instead, they're on the floor with lifetimers, i.e. people who are in prison for life. They get a visit from the Red Boys. Reacher headbutts one of them. Hubble asks Reacher for help because his family is being threatened to death if he tells anyone anything. Chapter 7. Reacher tells Hubble to keep his secret. The Aryan Brotherhood tries to kill Reacher and might have done so if the Red Boys didn't intervene. Reacher and Hubble are transferred to the proper floor 6, the holding cells. That was a weird last sentence. I'm sorry. Anyway. Totally fine. That's... Oh, thank you. (laughs) I thought you were going to be angry at me. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'll leave now. Sorry. (laughs) I can't deal with this. (laughs) We need proper English sentences here. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was the first seven chapters. That was a good summary. I could follow along. Um, Yeah, you have to... I read the book. Yeah, it's something that... It's really cool sometimes, I don't come in punishment, when you have like some ridiculous plot line and you can say it in one sentence that sounds, it can often sound very funny mm-hmm. uh, when you just read it like in a very dry manner, like all the emotional stuff that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Crime and Punishment, there was like my favorite sentence summary of a chapter was something like, this one guy uh, goes to bed, has two nightmares, uh, walks around town, harasses this guy, does that, and then shoots himself in the face. <laughs> Great, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, but there were like a few steps in between. So it's like, <laughs> anyway, that's another Sounds book. like a great summary, yeah. Actually, yeah. can I start with a question to you? Of course. Um, so so I was wondering, do you read this book differently than you would normally because you know you're going to be talking about it? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's probably, yeah, that's that's one thing that's slightly, an, not annoying, but like you, I do slightly lose the kind of, naturalness of just reading it sure yeah i mean the basic thing is that i think the main difference is just that i have to write down what happens so i don't forget like obvious plot lines i think sometimes i might just or like or not even obvious plot lines you know you'll get those but like the the minor plot lines that might become more important for example i noticed that with i don't want to keep talking about the old one but with crime and punishment i noticed that in the beginning i kind of neglected a, a plot line um, and then afterwards it came back and I was like, oh shit, I just <laughs> don't really remember exactly what happened. Should've. So now I'm a bit okay. more cautious of getting, especially in my summary, getting most of the plot lines in there. I mean, oh, for example, like one thing I forgot to write down here is now that Reacher fancies one of the police, well, the one policewoman. 
Um, that's Roscoe. something that's going to come yeah. back. Uh, I forgot to mention that now. But definitely, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's, you know, it's this trade-off, right? Where if I, for most long books, I mean, this one is an easy book to read, but for most long books, I might not finish them otherwise. And now I know mm-hmm. I'm going to finish it because we have this discussion. Sure. But then I do lose a bit of the kind of spontaneity of reading, whatever you want the to call flow. it. The flow. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of a like, don't forget this, write this down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you try to be a bit more attentive. I also try, because you don't want to be like the dumbass who's like, oh, I never saw that coming, right? In yeah. like episode three. Wait, who's Wait. Richard? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's especially bad because I'm really bad with names. I just have no, in in both like when it comes to actual people in real life and books, I just, it just doesn't matter to me at all. So I just keep forgetting them. Yeah. I mean, I once had a book where there were literally two characters and I halfway through, I was like, who's this name? Who's this person? It's like, oh, that's one <laughs> of the two characters. <laughs> I just completely forgot. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I've, if you read a, lush, a Russian book like we did before, then you yeah, quickly you learn just, that you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but already here, there's already like eight names or something, right? There's already quite a few people in here. Yeah, true, true, actually. Yeah, I, I'm actually, now that we're talking, I'm thinking like, can I... You know, can I still the na- the main characters, right? I can't, can I I've, still do it? I've already forgotten the name of the the who I don't exactly know what his title is, but you know the guy who put Reacher and Hobble on floor three at the end, um, you know the last chapter. Yes, like the the. I actually wrote it down for a separate question. Adjunct had, director of the jail, you mean? Like Spivey? Like, Spivey? Spivey? Yeah, I don't know. S P I V E Y. Anyway, that guy. Yeah, I've forgotten his name, and that's kind of how the last chapter ends, right? So true. Yeah, because he seems yeah. to be like you know he be, seems to be a big player, right? Because he put them, but seems yeah. like purposely on the wrong floor. I mean, maybe we shouldn't start with the last chapter. Yeah, but no, I mean, I agree. I think I mean this is probably going to be like a whole thing, right? That there's this this police corruption at various different yeah. institutions here is kind of what's leading Rich into this situation. Yeah. 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 Um, is there is there usually a moral attached to Jack Reacher, or is it just like, you know, <laughs> Jack Reacher is a badass? I think that's that is the moral. Uh, no, I mean, moral. Okay. so here's the thing, right? So Jack Reacher never attacks innocent people or anything like that. He he always, okay. I mean, basically his his whole thing is he used to be in the military and like learned all these crazy fighting skills and is basically the person on the on earth you want to fuck with least. Yeah, and but he never uses that to just bully people or anything. He's not a bully. Sure. He basically oh, here's the thing, right? He's probably a sadistic psychopath because he. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, there's some books where. Uh, so here in this one, he only defends himself, right? I mean, he sure. drives so it very yeah. viscerally and it's very brutal, yeah. but he defends yeah. himself. There's others where he. There's like one where he basically beats someone who he was attacking him, like he defended mm-hmm. himself, and then he like kicked him in the face like really hard just before he was leaving the kind of thing where like that was that was not necessary yeah. Yeah, yeah and he does that a bit like i think he's sometimes okay. un- unnecessarily brutal but he yeah. i don't think he ever attacks first unless he kind of thinks the other person's going to attack him yeah sure if he if he knows like it's like it happens in prison right where the what are they called the red boys yeah yeah which is such a lovely generic gang name <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's the 90s for you i think um 
He's like he knows like these five guys are gonna mess with him, so he just like headbutt the shit out of this yeah, exactly. this this big guy. Three, two, headbutt. Headbutt, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so he 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 will do that, but he I don't remember in the books I've read him ever um, even coming close to exerting violence to someone who didn't either exert who's either about to exert it on him or who's putting some sort of physical or whatever pressure on someone else. Sure. Um, so that in a way that is probably the moral that he's kind of this a violent Robin Hood. Not, well, I guess it's not about money, but you know, standing up for the for those who can't defend themselves for the weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> and by a guy who really also enjoys doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he left the military, but like you know, or not. I guess he still likes that kind of stuff. The the more yeah, violence I mean, he he's. So that's like one thing I meant, you know, one thing I want to talk about slightly, the differences I've already seen here to other Jack Reacher books. And, you know, one is that he's described as a tall guy here, but in the other ones, he's always described as like six foot five or something. Um, mm -hmm. It's like, it's much more specific. And um, so basically Jack Reacher is, yeah, I mean, he's he's almost two meters tall, weighs yeah. like 100, I don't know, 10 kilograms, 120 kilograms or something with like no fat. And has like all the fighting skills in the world, right? Well, I think like more in terms of like street fighting in particular. Yeah, yeah. You know, to just headbutt someone first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's there to to win, right? Like he's not in like in a in a cage with like a referee or whatever. He's in a street fight. Yeah, exactly. He's he's there to destroy the other person if if necessary, and yeah. sometimes if not exactly necessary. But yeah, but then he just looked at him in a weird way. Yeah, no, it's funny. I, I haven't... Like, one thing that I found interesting here in this book relative to the others I read is that this is... Well, actually, maybe for you, like, wh how does... Um, let's see if I can ask a kind of directed question that doesn't then reveal what I want you... Like, what I think. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, like, how you perceive him as a person in this book. As someone who hasn't really read much of the others. Sure, sure. I mean, I have to admit, I did watch one. There's a Jack Reacher movie, I think. It's oh, with right. Tom Cruise. Yeah, where everyone watch hates it. that Tom Cruise yeah. face. Because <laughs> it's Tom Cruise, right? He's like a poor guy, like talented born. It's, just about that. There's, um, I watched, when I, after I read like two or three of the Reacher books, I watched a few interviews with the author Lee Child, yeah. uh, just about this. And I think a lot of the interviews were in recent years when the films already come out and like not half the questions, but I, high proportion of questions were like why is tom cruise playing this guy <laughs> and he defended himself every time and his his answers basically yeah tom cruise is not physically what jack reaches sure but then again no actors like find yeah, yeah. me one actor who's a good actor who's you know almost two meters tall and completely ripped and can fight sure. like there, there is there are none basically and those who say they are, are usually shorter <laughs> it seems like he said like he met quite a lot of actors and apparently they often pretend they're taller than they are so he said like you know there are no actors like that so i just look for someone with the right mentality but it is, is fun to me that just no one likes <laughs> tom cruise play jack reacher and i think actually they're making a new one with a different actor if i remember correctly it could be i don't I know remember. anyway i uh, guess you've seen the film i actually haven't seen any of the films so i don't know yeah no i, I saw it. i mean and i think it's i mean it's probably quite like he probably acts it out pretty well, right? It's just like, okay, so my perception of Jack Reacher is this this super, you know, logical, straightforward guy. You know, he always sees through everyone's bullshit, sees through life's bullshit, and just 
knows how to deal with it, but doesn't want to deal with it. Like kind of, right? He's, he's a loner, doesn't want to deal with people, but he's got too much of a, like what would you say, like moral compass to like just let stuff happen. Like now it happens to yeah, him. Yeah. I mean, the other book I read, like, with um, I read like the first like a hundred pages or something. Like you know he's gonna probably help out like some exactly, other people exactly, who get yeah. into trouble, right? Um, and he could just walk away. He's a loner. Like he's got you know no, there's no need for him to like step in kind of right. But he does anyways because he's got like he's he's still a good guy. Like yeah, he had spots people. You know, probably like puts him in the hospital for like months. But he's a good guy. Uh, I think that's kind of you know it's like kind of this guy. That's why it's written, right? It's just like kind of a guy, every, at least guy kind of wants to be, maybe, <laughs> yeah. right? You just want to be like this badass, like you can, can beat up five guys. Yeah, you can yeah. deal with situations, yeah. like Anything, basically. I mean, let, let's be honest. If a cop walks in, even not pointing his gun at me, I panic a little bit, right? It's like, oh, fuck, what does he want from me, yeah, right? Yeah. He just sits there and he's like, mm, he's got a shotgun pointed a little too high, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I wish I could be that cool. Like, even like in, in lesser situations, I think Jack Reacher is just like, you know, he's this stereotype of like, you know, kind of the guy everyone kind of, you know, would like to be, at least in certain situations. Yeah, what I like about the way he's written is that he's, I mean, he is like this fantasy, right? But he's yeah. the, the, the intelligent version of the fantasy because he's not just a guy who's completely arrogant and cocky and thinks he can deal with everything. Like mm-hmm. he actually can and he can do it because he has like decades of training. Sure. Or like 15 years, 20 years of training, right? Like he's not the guy who just walks around pretending he can fight anyone. He actually like learned how to fight. Like he put two decades or whatever of training into this and that's why he can do it. Yeah. He's not just. Yeah, I mean, of course, his like height and that kind of stuff is in part something he didn't do. But, um, and if he was, you know, a meter 65, not a meter 95, then I'm sure these books would play out a bit differently. But yeah, I like that he has, even though he plays this fantasy role, it's, it's a kind of realistic fantasy in that sense. Yeah. yeah, You know, if, yeah, if you had a guy who went through 20 years of military training and was almost two meters tall, yeah, he could probably, (laughs) that's probably what he would more or less be like. Sure. Yeah. 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 And like your, you know, your amygdala has been dumbed down, so like it doesn't respond to yeah, most stress reactions. But also, you've you've seen the situations play out. That's kind of what I mean, right? You're kind of yeah. If you've been, I don't exactly know what his backstory is, but if you've been in lots of combat situations, you, you know, you've seen this stuff before. You know roughly what's going to happen. You, he can. That's the thing. Like he can kind of guess what the people are going to do. But not, you know, but not like on a kind of psychic, ooh, I'm a mind reader, but just a kind of like, he's been there before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he does, uh, like, another thing that he does is like when he's like in this um, interrogation room with this, um, what do you call him, superintendent or something? This this black cop who came from, from Boston. Uh, he was the, no, he was the chief detective or whatever, even though he's the detective, only one the, or something like that. AKA the only one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, at the end, he kind of like, you know, jabs at him. By saying like, by kind of like telling him his past 20 years, right? You, oh, you studied at Harvard, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of those like Sherlock Holmesy thing is that's like, you can, it's still on the level of, you know, it's still within possible, right? That you kind of like guess this stuff, you yeah. know? Um, so that's kind of cool. It's like this awareness, like this kind of born type of awareness that, that you can still believe is, is, is possible for a trained Interesting. Now, that's one, one thing I wanted to point out is that that's something that is not in any of the later Reacher books. Oh, really? Oh, okay. At least not to this extent. Well, sorry, of the ones I've read, right? I've only read like four or something. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, he has this thing of like guessing what people are like. um, Yeah. But it's, 
it's quite different. So I don't know. I can't remember um, whether there is maybe something like this, but there's maybe two things I can comment on. The first thing is that when I read that, I thought like that's something that Lee Child has moved away from. It just seemed yeah. too much like the Sherlock Holmes thing and not really what Reacher would do. Because in the, also he talks way more in this book than in others. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's, you know, this whole speech he had, like where he said, like, you, you know, with that guy, like you did this, then you did that, then you did that. He doesn't really uh-huh. do that. Now he kind of, he th- might think something about someone. Yeah. And then he punches them. That's basically <laughs> what happens. <laughs> no, but like, okay. so one example is like once when he, I guess the fighting scene is a bit different, but when he'd, you know, he'd eye people and like try and figure out what they were like. And, you know, sure. in, in the past tense, for example, in that book, there's like one scene where I think three people move towards him. And he's like, okay, this is going to be easy because these three are not approaching me properly. They clearly don't know how to fight. And then that kind of thing, right? But he doesn't go yeah, through okay. this like Sherlock Holmes deductive kind of thing. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. something that at least I haven't seen in any of the later books. Um, okay. Which okay. I think makes sense also because it seems more realistic. Like this kind of detective, this thing yeah. seems always slightly like, yeah, is, would that really happen? But it's an educated gamble at best, right? Exactly. And yeah. he does that a lot less than the later ones. Okay. Okay. But yeah. So like for me, one thing that stood out, as I said, is that he talks more in this one than in others. Yeah. Although I should also say like the other books I've read. So I think the Reacher books, um, alternate between first and third person. I mean, not alternating, but they, they, some are in first person, some are in third person. Yeah. Um, and this one is obviously in first person, whereas all the others I've read were in third person. So that obviously changes oh. things a bit. Okay. Um, but yeah. he seems a lot more. In, in the later one, it seems like he's kind of dropped the smart ass stuff. Sure. Um, and he's just, he just exists and kind of observes and acts. There's, there's a lot less of this, like trying to be smart here. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. So do you think, I mean, does he age throughout the books? Do you know? Because it's been like 20 years now, you know, at least in, in our universe. Um, I think it might be more like The Simpsons, where it's kind of like you have the setting and the yeah. past. And yeah. sometimes you have stuff about the past. But in general, it's just like a recurring day, more or less, almost. Like, Got it. Or yeah, not day, yeah, but, okay. you know. Um, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, in the few I've read, I don't recall... Well, the problem is I haven't read like all the ones that were before, so I don't know sure. whether it, he's referencing something that happened before. But mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, it's usually he references something from his military past or something, but not. But that's it. Yeah, as far as I remember. Okay. Um, okay. So I don't. There have been like twenty or thirty books, but a lot of these books take place over the course of like two weeks or whatever. So it, it is plausible that it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. He, like he was like I think in this one it says it's mid thirties or something. And then, you know, you could still be doing that 10 years later. That would probably still work. Yeah. yeah, And you could still be physically on peak. So, uh, but I don't, I don't know whether he ages. Okay. Probably not then, I imagine. I mean, I haven't read a reacher where he's like 80 years old and on a scooter or something trying to beat up people (laughs) (laughs) way too weak. Just hitting people with his walking, with his cane. Like. Well, you could probably still find like a weak point in their body and like <laughs> yeah. break it viciously. <laughs> yeah, or at least he would try. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like this kind of person, how he's he's this kind of guy, but that kind of guy can't exist like that forever, right? There's a he has to have that kind of physical body to yeah. to do that, right? You, 
if it's already six. I mean, a lot of that you can do with, you know, knowing how to fight, knowing situations, that kind of stuff. But ultimately, he wins a lot of fights just because he's big and stronger. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think it's also just like probability, right? If you get a gun pointed at you every like every couple of weeks, you know, it's going to go wrong at some point, right? It's yeah, not yeah. you who's, who decides that it's, you know, you can act all good, but a person like his finger can slip and just shoot you through the head. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, actually, one thing I wanted to mention at the beginning that I forgot is that I'm, at, at, whilst reading this book, I'm also reading this book about how Lee Child writes Reacher books. So there's yeah. this, uh, I forgot the name now, but I'll put it in the description. There's this book where basically a guy says like to Lee Child, hey, can I just watch you write a Reacher book? Well, they knew each other before, so it wasn't completely random. But um, yeah, so they do that. And he also explains a bit of the back. I've read like the beginning now, the first few chapters, and he explains a bit of the background of Reacher and that kind of stuff. And apparently, Lee Chow did consider killing Reacher, you know, killing nice. him off. Um, yeah. But I think, or like, or basically like ending the series, that kind of thing. Like either by killing him or by saying he kind of just says like, you know, this seems like a nice place. I'll stay here. Got it. Yeah. So, um, and I think he, I can't remember exactly why, but he decided against it. And, you know, this, well, now his brother took over the series, which is the most random thing. But I think like he wrote like a f the last few with his brother together or something. And now his yeah, brother's yeah. taking over completely. So I think he's just this like timeless figure who doesn't age. keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it, and it can happen, right? I mean, it's just, I feel like these Reacher books are just, entertainment right i don't mean it in any negative yeah, yeah, way definitely. but that's just it right you just read him you know on the beach or whatever or at home like for a week and it's just you know nice entertainment makes you feel good you know you can, like, a big guy <laughs> imagine you're a badass for for a week not yeah. like crying in jail yeah like no, I, would. I mean no it's definitely i mean this is, is this is complete like this is i think traditional classical pulp fiction right there's no yeah um, as you said, like there's no real moral or anything. It's just there's this guy who does this thing, and he does yeah. it over and over again every book, and he does um, it very well. Yeah, and, and there's, it's uh, always the same plot line. Uh, pretty not, I mean, like, not the same plot line, but I mean, it's it's a it's a yeah classic kind of entertainment story where there's yeah. a problem at the beginning. He has to fight his way through several steps, and then in the end, uh, he wins. The problem solved, and you and so far in all the books. I think in all of the books I've read, he also gets the goal. Sometimes that happens oh. earlier than later, okay. but um, it's, I think so far it's always happened in the novels that I've read. Um, and okay, it looks like this one is going to be the same. <laughs> He's going to get Roscoe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I it's, how... it's a very subtle hints there. I love how he described like a first thing. She's taking his fingerprints, right? So they're in this room, uh, in this interrogation room, and she's taking his fingerprints. And it's like, yeah, blah, blah. And like, she has like this um, tight fitting blue shirt, like the blouse. typical cop stuff. Blouse. Yeah, blouse. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, uh, and then when she moves forward, her boobs press on the table. Yeah. And like, <laughs> That's a high table or a short woman. But like, you know, the fact that he's... Um, Th that he's describing that kind of makes it, you know, kind of... Yeah, yeah like exactly. It, you know? And I mean, she wings at him, gives him coffee every day. This is one thing. Yeah. That in, that scene in particular was one where I realized, like, okay, Child really got better over time as a writer because that's okay. just too on the nose. I mean, that's just laughable, um, just how, like, clumsily written it was. But that's the kind of stuff that in the later books is much more elegantly and smoothly done. It's not like it. she winked at me and that kind of stuff. Like, 
Who yeah, the fuck yeah. winks so, at a yeah. guy who's just been arrested? <laughs> like that's not how anything exactly. happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a lot I mean, of that's how it, there's a lot of like not only like about this kind of romance. Let's call it romance. This kind of romance scene um, or plotline, uh, but also the other stuff where he's just gotten a lot smoother at doing this stuff. Over like time. more refined. Yeah, yeah. You can really yeah, tell yeah. that this is like the first time he did this. It's. It, I mean, this is what's really interesting to me is that there's a lot of points where you go like, I can see how the later books are already in here, but it's not done quite as well. Okay. Yeah, like there's, it's really hard to describe. Like there's, you know, Reacher is, you know, a complete meme as a person. Yeah. So, and this kind of like him being tough and not saying anything and beating people up. Over in the, in the later books, is it's it's done in a kind of often funnier way, I find, like a, like with a bit of a smile or like a f not not Reacher doing it, but like the it's done in a yeah I don't know to, I don't know how to describe it properly I don't know whether it's just kind of a the writer's confidence in and being able to build on this character you already built rather than here you being an unknown writer writing a first story for the first time but I think yeah. maybe because you can reference stuff you can kind of make it a bit neat and nicer later. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, people already know Jack Reacher, right? I mean, even if you've never read a book, you kind of know. I didn't just from actually pop culture. I'd never heard of him until like oh, three okay. years ago. Or something. I think. Okay, I think my dad might have read a couple, so I might have known from that. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I no, thought he was I'm, kind of like a pop figure, anyways. You know, like known, but maybe not. Yeah, I'd never. I'd also never heard of the films, really. So like that that entire thing passed me by completely. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I do read these kind of books, um, how should we say, regularly, but not super frequently. Three, four, like this a year or something. And, um, but somehow the, I mean, there's just so many series, right? And this one just passed me by for some reason. I mean, you have like, um, the Bourne series as well, stuff like that. Oh, right? I mean, there's uh, so much. There's, I mean, and it's the same yeah. stereotypical guy who, you know, there's always some slight differences, but yeah. it's always kind of, yeah. This this badass guy who saves the day, yeah. saves the day, gets the girl. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read one like this though. Where the so this is thing like this is still one where he's kind of a bit of a smartass and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. In the later ones, I feel like he is a bit more. Um, he is quite different from other series I've read. Um, okay, okay. But anyway, actually, shall we talk a bit more about the actual first seven chapters? I realize because we, you know, we're doing an hour per. Per recording we're and we're 40 minutes in now yeah, so we've yeah, got yeah, 20 yeah. minutes to actually discuss but i mean like the thing is also like in the beginning i meant uh, i was pretty sure we were going to talk a bit more about these kind of things because this yeah. this is the thing that i'm really paying attention to and this is why i wanted to read it because i wanted to read the first one having read yeah some of the later ones uh, i mean it's good also to know kind of what we what we're in for right or like what what we want out of this or what we expect kind yeah, of yeah yeah but yeah, I mean, for example, there's like some things that are already in there. Like he always drinks lots of coffee. Like he really likes coffee. He always eats yeah. like eggs for breakfast. Uh, he always walks long distances. Like the, those things are already all in the book. But later on, yeah. they're kind of, I don't know, not tongue in cheek, but it's kind of, yeah, you just recognize like, oh, that guy is doing that thing again, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, he's got his routines. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the one thing I found, oh yeah, so this is actually one thing about this part that is a bit more general, but then goes a bit more into the plot is that, and that's different to the others I've read, is that he he's he's much more vulnerable <laughs> in this one <laughs> than the other books okay. I've read. Because all the other ones I've read, he's literally just 
roaming around the US and then he sees someone either do something wrong or about to do something wrong and he tries to intervene. Got it. He intervenes, Def. Um, he, he doesn't just try, he succeeds. Um, but in this one, this is the first time where, you know, he's in prison, he can't do anything. He's completely vulnerable to the conditions around him. Like if yeah. the police guard says, you stay on floor three, that's what happens, right? Yeah. So in, this is the, like, this is a funny thing. Like he seems to me a lot more vulnerable in this one than in others. He also sometimes says that he's kind of, he said like, I was anxious, nervous or something at some point early on. I've never had anything like that in any of the previous books. He's much okay. more about like calculating probabilities and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but here's the first time when he said something like, I think it was something like he realized that the main cop wanted him in prison or like wanted him. And he realized yeah. like, this is, oh, I shit. can't do anything here. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. He's very limited in his actions. And um, so, yeah, so that's, that's one thing that, there's a huge difference here is that he's for one for the first time that I've read the person who's vulnerable and who kind of needs helping often. Sure. Whereas otherwise he's the guy helping other people. Sure. Okay. And well, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, but then the, the, the way he deals with it, right. He just like stays calm, yeah, tries to figure it out. Right. That's the, I mean, like he first gets into the holding cell in like the police station and he just tries to, I actually thought that was cool how he's like, he tries to read a newspaper to pass the time, but he can't really because he's so, you know, yeah. stuck in the situation. I thought that was really cool because it makes him kind of human, right? Yeah, and you don't kind of have that in the later ones almost. Or ah, because okay. maybe just because it's a third-person perspective and yeah. Lee Child never, like, describes emotions from a third-person perspective. He's more yeah. about describing action or what happens. Maybe it's the kind of thing you kind of get a hint of, but it's not as explicit. Sure, sure. Okay, so that's fun, yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of funny for me, like knowing I was going to say he's vulnerable in this one after he beat like up several people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like vulnerable in like, you know, he's like, oh shit, I have to deal with stuff. And then he does. Yeah, but still the police thing yeah. is something he can't deal with. You know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the main difference here is that in the physical confrontation, he's still, I mean, I guess he still needed people to help him out at the end when there were three people against him or whatever. But in, but he doesn't even right because they just take the blame. Yeah, but like, I think he beats up the Aryans still, like yeah, the Aryan brothers. That's one thing I was actually slightly confused by because I thought he completely beat them up, but then I thought after that he said something like that the guys still kind of. No, I yeah. think so. He beat them up, and then these two what's what are they called again? Red gangs came, Red, and they were like whatever, yeah, no, yeah, no. like like these this other gang. They came and they said, like, dude, leave, like, we'll take the blame, kind of, like, yeah. we'll, like, make All it look like we beat up these five Aryans, um, you know, because you get yeah. credit in jail for that. The Red Boys, um, I think. is the... Red Boys, that's it, yeah. Um, I think that's it. I thought yeah. I thought so, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know either. Actually, so there is one thing, though, I was thinking about. Now, he isn't super vulnerable, right? Because even when he's initially jailed... He, at some point, he's like, you know, when you take him out the second time and they don't even like put a gun on him anymore, he's like, these guys like underestimate me, kind of, right? Of he's course, like, but. So he's, he could have walked out there. He could have like, you know, kicked a guy in the neck or whatever and like walked out, but he knows he's, it's better to like sit it out. I mean, and, he's also in the middle of the woods, right? Like he, he's, uh, I mean, he might get somewhere, but he also, it's not, you know, sure. it's, it's one thing if you, it's one thing if you are, beaten up or like if you're facing like five people and they beat you up or whatever and they leave you on the side of the road 
it's a different thing. That's a different thing to the police is after you, and then in theory, there's an entire country's apparatus behind them. Like if he sure. like if he kills a policeman, he's in trouble, right? He knows that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Whereas yeah, he's killed other people like, without thinking about it. So uh, that's the slight difference. Like yes, he he could like in, get out of that situation, but not really the larger situation of yeah, him being accused of murder. Yeah, uh, but no, of course that's. I mean, yeah, even in that's what I mean. Even when he's vulnerable, he's still kind of in control. Um, I have a few questions about the plot, and I like the few questions I have already go to like they're kind of already slightly more towards what's going to happen next. Um, I don't know sure. whether you have anything else. Not, not right away. I'm curious to hear what you've got also because we got ten minutes. So yeah, so the the questions I have are more about like kind of some of the mysteries that the first part. Sure. Threw up and that not threw up. Can you say that? I don't know. I didn't mean puke. And that are going to be like the major plot points going forward. Um, sure. So, what do you think? Uh, what is pluribus? Uh, this word yes. written on the with the phone number of the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. The phone in is that's hidden in the dead guy's boot, right? I mean, it, yeah, it must be some kind of criminal organization that everyone in this village is somehow related to. Um, you think I it's mean, an organization? Okay. I thought it might be a code word or something oh. like that. I don't know. Yeah, you've read more Lee Child books. I don't know. I mean, what, what's, what I find interesting. No, no, I don't think I didn't get this from the others. I just somehow assumed no, when I read Pluribus because it's, a, yeah. it's, it sounds, yeah, it's either an organization or a code word, but you wouldn't write the organization in there if you were like, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, what I find interesting is, right, you know, on the back of the book, they have like, you know, this this little country or like um, city uh, or town. Oh, Margrave like the, the had image, its, you mean? No, no, on the back, like the back, the back flap. Margrave has just had its first homicide in 30 years, right? Why oh, do they need okay. a completely new police station if they if they never have homicides, right? Because he, he really goes into detail about how new this police station is. Right? Yeah. Must have cost hmm. him. That's an interesting. I didn't realize that at all. That's that's a good point. They only have one detective. He's from outer town, right? Um, so he probably like he's he's, I don't know. Like I, I, it's probably like you know they try to like force him to not look. You know, don't look at that part of the town. I feel like it's yeah. all connected. This what do you call like the stereotypical bad um, um, police chief. It's probably part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing, right? You have first the police chief who, I mean, in some part you can just say he has a clear suspect and it might be an easy case, so whatever, he's just going to get that guy just so he has like a cleared murder. But yeah, obviously something's really wrong because he doesn't even try to investigate. It's, I mean, so we also have to say we're assuming right now that Jack Reach is telling the truth. That's right? true. Yeah. You might I think it's fair to assume because. Oh yeah, I've, I'd imagine he's telling the truth. Yeah, assuming he's telling the truth, and the the officer, and the, the police chief, never really tried to even investigate the whole thing. Right? He just kind of said, "Like, there's a guy. That's it. We've got we've got our he's guy. Stranger in prison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just someone. And in a way, also, Reach is the perfect guy for this, right? Because he has no family, no one who's going to stand up for him outside of jail or whatever. He's True. just a guy. He's, yeah. he's a nameless, a homeless kind of guy. Yeah. who uh, is a perfect victim for uh, police corruption or whatever it true um, true but so here's okay here's a question so we don't know who committed the murder but we know that Hubble has something in the slightest to do with it 
even yeah. if he just heard about it, right? Like they, he definitely did something or watched, saw something or whatever. Yeah. And so here's my, uh, not, I don't know, it's a question or point, but it says that Hubble is this like fancy banker or whatever from, mm-hmm. uh, who works like in the big city or whatever and lives there. Yeah. Sounds like some sort of corruption, right? Like that's an easy way for yeah. him to. He just bought the new house and everything. I mean, to be fair, if he has a good banking job, then you can definitely afford a nice house like in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm wondering whether he has some sort of he took money for something or laundered some money or something like that. Yeah, probably like that. Because when he heard pluribus, that's when he flipped kind of, right? In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's when he immediately yeah. said like, yeah, I did it. Okay, I did it, yeah. Yes, I wonder yeah. whether pluribus is maybe some sort of... Yeah, that's what I mean, like code word for... Or like the name they gave their corona activity internally or whatever, something like that. Sure, sure. I mean, if we want to be like... If we... Wait, so pluribus is a Latin word, right? And, um, okay, let me just check so I don't get this wrong. So there is a famous, oh, okay, I didn't realize it was this famous. Uh, so th- there is a famous saying called e pluribus unum. I thought that was yeah. just a saying, but it's actually the traditional motto of the United States. Um, oh, and okay. appears on the great seal. Uh, seal as in not the animal, but, uh, disappointing yeah although there is a an eagle underneath anyway so and it, it literally translates to one out of many um so okay. pluribus means in this case just basically many but that doesn't really help me no <laughs> if it has supposed to have some sort of connection to a crime it has to be like some link yeah but i don't know what it is yeah but then it's interesting so yeah i don't know so you don't, we don't know what it is. The meaning of it itself seems just kind of generic, I have to say. It's just mm-hmm. a motto of the US and it means many, so it could, it could be anything really. Yeah, this could be woven into like any plotline basically yeah, still. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the next, so there's a few questions, right? One question is, who was the guy who was murdered? The man who has his face shot off and was then beaten after he was really dead. Yeah. I don't think it's... Is there any relevant information on that? I, I don't think we have information on that yet, right? Yeah, he only has the like, link to Hubble through the phone number. but And he was on some generic farm, right? Or was it like a warehouse? I can't I remember actually where it was found. Okay, I think like outside of a warehouse, um, okay. which is like, could also be anything still, right? Do you yeah. have like dope in the warehouse or whatever? Like mm. laundered money? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Why was the police chief there actually? Because he saw, um, he said he saw Jack Reacher there. Like he had. I don't know. He said he saw him at midnight. I think. Not at the time of the murder, but I think he said, if I remember correctly, mm, he okay. saw him at midnight. Okay. And then, although wait, but he must have been at no, the scene of the murder. Been, then, right? right? Yeah. Well, he was a police chief. He can probably say he was doing his patrol. Right. I mean, also he didn't see him. Like if, yeah, if, no, if we're can't. trusting Reacher, then he didn't yeah, see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You're just it's making this up. Lying bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Let's see. I would then guess that, yeah, drug trafficking doesn't sound too bad. 
both as a career and as a potential solution to this, what's happening in this book. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd imagine that the, the, the financier has something to do with the financial side of maybe a drug deal or something. And then, I don't know, the police, let's make, okay, let's speculate here. The police just turned a blind eye or something because yeah. they were being financed. They're getting money from it or something. Yeah. And then, but somehow this guy was still murdered, though, right? And that's a big question: Why was he murdered? It's the next you, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because we don't, we got, we don't know enough about him, right? Yeah, like, we have was really. he like an undercover cop or whatever? You know, oh, yeah, I don't just know. a generic just bad a guy, random guy who has no face <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yes, and he got like severely beaten after his death, right? I don't know. I mean, that could be but interesting. That to me like, seemed like someone more, really disliked him. But that to me seemed like more like the warning to other people to keep quiet right like Could we're not be. only going to kill you we're gonna you know like they said like with his children like we're like you know we're gonna what did they say like we're gonna what things after you're dead that you can't even imagine or something yeah like that. you won't it's even know horrible. about it. yeah exactly yeah. so i think that's kind of just a like we're not joking yeah we're very true, serious true. about this it's it's real intimidation yeah exactly. it's not I, just the red boys it's it's real yeah and then okay then there's a theory with the three people that's another that he said, yeah, right? Reacher. So there must so have been three people. Yeah, correct. Yeah. If there were three people, yeah, one of them might, maybe one of them was a policeman. Who knows? Well, yeah. And, oh, actually, you know, didn't uh, the, what's his face? The one, the policeman drove the banker home with his wife. That's yeah. three people. His wife is might be super aggressive. Yeah. And they just need someone to drive, right? Yeah. You need one. And there's this, yeah. And there's this, sorry uh, to interrupt, but there's this, um, the guy who put Reacher and uh, Hubble on the wrong floor. Yeah, that's the other guy I was wondering about. Well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe. So that was the right. So here I could imagine it's just they, they. Let's say they know who murdered the person and it was one of them or something like that. Or someone mm. who they don't want to anger and they want to please. Then Reacher is the easy target for murderer. And if he's killed, then, you know, whatever. They can just say it was him and he can't defend himself, right? Because he's yeah. dead, so I think that I think that might have been that that they basically said like get rid of this guy, um, he's our murderer, he's 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 the murderer for this case, and if he's dead, then that's we can just blame it on him, yeah, and that's easy. But I mean, it is a, it is in a way it's almost too much of a coincidence. They couldn't have planned this, right? It was just a lucky coincidence because they didn't know Richard was going to come to their yeah. little town. Well, assuming the murder, well, maybe it was. I don't know whether that was planned either. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we've got like three minutes left of the recording um, yeah but it seems like there's lots of lots of mysteries open um i think i think we can just end this recording for now can i can i have one yeah. one real quick um final false word. fact in cool. there okay yeah okay so in in prison right he jack reaches starts to think and he like reminisces about this guy who got sent to prison and he got raped by about 50 guys yeah with a pint of semen yeah Yes, pint of semen. I just looked it up. This is the tap I is have. Is that open. too much like, or what? <laughs> yes, that's too much. So where's my, where's is, that, my is that an amount you oh, don't God. approve of? My my browser history from work is going down once again. Um, <laughs> average milliliters of ejacula ejaculatory <laughs> fluid. Um, median semen volume is three point seven milliliters, and like a pint is like almost five hundred milliliters. So that's way too much. It's like more like 150 milliliters um, would be 50 guys or like 200. Oh, they didn't say they only went once, right? Yeah, but yeah, okay. But it decreases significantly. <laughs> I right? mean, to be fair, Kuhn, I yeah. feel like the pint might have been an exaggeration because it's funny and not a literal description. <laughs> because, you know, here's the thing. 
<laughs> I don't know about you, but usually I don't think about semen in pint glasses. But if you say a pint, you really think of a pint of beer. <laughs> it is a lot. Yes. It is a lot. Yeah, yeah. An um, excessive no, I amount. think you're right. But um, I just, you know, I got curious if, if 50 guys really would produce that much. And I think that's a slight exaggeration. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should look more into that. Um, and But anyway, <laughs> you're, you're right. This is a great way to end this uh, episode. So um, with Good. that thought, um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to read you next Sorry, week. The next one is going to be until, uh, again, seven chapters, so until chapter 15, so page 218 on the Bantam paperback version. Got it. Yep. By the way, today I, I wrote down a two sentence introduction, which I'm very proud of. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so here it goes. This is part two of our discussion of Lee Child's first novel, Killing Floor, which not only introduced Jack Reacher, but also made Kuhn Google average male ejaculate on his <laughs> work computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's very true. Yeah. And I even <laughs> talked about it proudly during lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. If you don't know what this is referring to, maybe listen to part one or don't. don't <laughs> Just. Yeah. Just be amazed. Be, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, I mean, this is what you can expect from Kuhn. And I, I was going to ask, have you have you Googled anything similar this week? You'd have to say what it is, but is there any no, major no, revelations? No fact-checking no? No fact this okay. week, no. Some complaints, okay. but no fact-checking. Okay, that's fine. Complaints? Okay, that's a, that's a big mm. one. Anyway, I think, uh, like, as always, basically, we can start with a brief summary. Yep. So, I mean, you'll do the summary and I'll do like sound effects. Yeah, if, like people dying and that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so, chapter eight. Hobble tells Reacher that the dead gay. Dead gay? No, let's start again. <laughs> Hobble tells Reacher that the dead guy was a private investigator that Hobble hired. Hobble plays some small but important role in a very large deal. Hobble and Reacher are released on Sunday. Reach is picked up by Roscoe, who confirms Reach's alibi. By the way, maybe I should have added um, they were still in, still in the holding cell then. Yeah. yeah. Or in prison. Yeah, exactly. So chapter nine, Reacher explores Margrave, which is small and oddly well put together and almost too nice and affluent. Reacher sees Mrs. I don't know how to pronounce this. Kleiner? Kleiner? I think it's That's, Kleiner. I think Kleiner. Um, yeah, Mrs. Kleiner, whose husband's foundation made the town rich she seemed terrified of uh the, her stepson basically. yeah who's waiting gonna, in the car yeah exactly right. he's waiting in the car a second victim is found probably murdered at the same time and place but somehow kind of hidden he wasn't in, like he wasn't immediately found but he was kind of the same place the first victim is identified as reach's brother chapter 10 reach expresses his mourning by having sex with Roscoe, he decides to do something about his brother's murder. The Kleiner son stares at Reacher in a diner. Hubble seems to be dead. Chapter 11. Reacher realizes that it was Hubble who was supposed to have been killed in prison, rather than him. Police Chief Morrison and Morrison's wife are brutally murdered. Chapter 12. Reacher trusts Finlay to not be corrupt. 
they visit Morrison's house and Reacher steals Morrison's switchblade. Yes. <laughs> I only I only mentioned that one because there's this I don't know what it's from. I think it's in theater from Chekhov, I think. I think he was the guy or something who said like if in act 1 there's a gun, it will be used in th- in part 3. Ah, really? So yeah. That's okay. why I wrote that down. I mean, he's definitely going to use the switchblade, right? <laughs> yeah, but it seemed yeah. very specific that he stole it. Exactly. Anyway, chapter 13. Reacher tells Finley everything he knows about the case, including that whoever is the next police chief is uh, in on the whole criminal activity. The Kleiner kid tells Reacher that Roscoe is his. Reacher disagrees. Chapter 14. Mayor Teal is the new police chief. He tells Reacher to leave town. Reacher disagrees. Finlay gets an old FBI friend to bring Hobble's wife and children into safety. That's the summary. That's the um, summary, yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have mentioned at the beginning uh, we're doing chapters 8 to 14. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot happened. A lot happened, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I think the first chapter we read was already like, you know, the, the dead guy is his brother, right? The first guy who got killed. Or the no, second that was chapter. chapter nine. Yeah, the, chapter yeah, nine. the second, second one we yeah. read, yeah. yeah. And it's like, ooh, you know, that's a big exactly. one. And then you had, I guess we have the, we had the introduction of new characters, the Kleiners. The Kleiners, yeah. Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, of course, Felicia Chief Morrison being, I guess it was kind of obvious from the beginning that yeah. he was one of the bad guys. But yeah, that happened. Then With a cliffhanger? Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one also really confused me for a while because it took me like a few pages on the next chapter to raise like, was Hubble also murdered or not? Like I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't same, super yeah. clear to me. I guess the whole point is that at least Reacher believes that he is dead. Yeah, he's Although missing, guess, right? Like, Hubble, Hubble is gone. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? His wife says that uh, she must feel it if he's dead. And that's Reacher thinks, doing. yeah, he's dead. Yeah. But it's, it's still an open question because I guess it's... As long I mean, as no, body, no body, no crime yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, actually, I, it's funny. No body, no crime. There's so you know. I said, I or as I've mentioned to you, like I sometimes listen to the Zeitverbrechen podcast, mm-hmm. which is Zeit's like you know a big weekly newspaper in Germany. Anyway, that Zeitverbrechen is like about crimes and that kind of stuff. And I was once really surprised that you can be convicted for life without there actually being a a victim. Really? Like they had a case where. No one, f- someone was missing. Yeah. They didn't know where the person was. Yeah. And someone went to prison for life for it. Really? Yeah. I thought. Uh, like yeah. legally, like, you know, yeah. not like. Huh. No, no. It's So Dexter lied to me? I, I don't know Dexter. And also, I mean, of course, this is different <laughs> countries, right? Different, sure. different law systems, but. I, I always thought, like, but how can you prove something? <laughs> I, I'm completely uh, with you on this one. I, I also thought, like, how can you convict oh, someone wow. of a crime if there's no, if, if there's no. I mean, no, unless you confess or, like, but even then, you, like, you could no. be mentally ill, right? I don't know. It was just a case where, I mean, it's this kind of thing, right? Where it seemed fairly obvious that the guy did something to his wife or whatever. I can't remember what it was. Sure. Yeah. Um, and the, the, they basically believed that, I think he killed her and then like dug her up, or like not dug her up, but like uh, buried her somewhere in the woods. Sure. And just couldn't find it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm still not sure I like that fact. 
Yeah, well, yeah, anyway. I mean, I guess the evidence must be like really, really there or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't super convinced, but yeah, I can't remember enough details now. To... Yeah, sure. Anyway, the point is, uh, he's gone. His wife thinks gone. he's he's not dead. Richard thinks he is. <laughs> yes, Richard yeah. definitely thinks he's dead. Yeah. I guess one other, one other cliffhanger is that did Miss Morrison eat her husband's balls? <laughs> Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's what we're all waiting for. That's, that's I mean, the autopsy is going to come in at some point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, it seems like the answer will be yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. This, they seem that whoever is behind these threats so far seem to follow through on them pretty well. Yeah, yeah. They so seem you quite would so. imagine that, uh, yeah, that probably happened. <laughs> but you have to wait until at least uh, the next part to find out. <sighs> can't can't yeah. wait. Can't wait. I'm happy doing <laughs> an extra. That's pretty much the only thing you care about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy doing an extra session today so we can like, you know, I can get yeah, there exactly. quicker. Okay, so we have yeah, the kinders yeah. were introduced. I guess the barber, I mean, we don't, we know a little bit more about this, about Margrave, right? There's this, he went to this mm-hmm. general store kind of thing, right? He had a coffee there, Reacher. Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the barber and he asked about the Kleiners, right? Uh, this this yeah, rich family. Did he ask about them or just about the town? And then they, those names came up. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I think he asked specifically for them. And then the barbers okay. were like, we'll talk to you about anything, but not Ah, them. Okay, okay, okay. Right? Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the details. Okay. But anyway, there seems to be, I don't know. I mean, I guess the, the steps on at the end had the attitude of, I'm rich. I run things. Yeah. Um, so that's probably going to come to some sort of further conflict with Richard. Yeah. I mean, I think he's setting them up now for us to like think the Kleiners are the the bad guys, right? The the ringleaders, basically. Y- yeah. Ish. But right, because his so. wife, the wife, is kind of sick. Too obvious. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, and then the stepson yeah, yeah. is a bit of a dick. He wants Roscoe. I think he wants. Um, oh, I mean, he said it, right? That's, yeah. That was. He was yeah, very, yeah, sure. He's yeah. been waiting for five years. I don't exactly know what that's supposed to be. How old is he again? Simp. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Because I thought it was fairly young. I don't know. Maybe he was like 14. I was like... I'd... Who, like the, the stepson, you mean? Yeah, well, I thought like he now he's 18 or something or 19, but maybe I got the age wrong. So, so I was okay. curious, if he's been waiting for five years, then he must have been... Well, a man can dream. Have... Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, good perseverance. Um, if that's what you want to call it um it doesn't seem like he's ever talked to her as far as i can tell but no 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 yeah um, exactly from a distance he's made a decision yeah yeah i think that's called stalking um (laughs) no i guess it's not Um, i don't know maybe he's just uh, i guess like if you're in a small town like that even without stalking you're going to see most people fairly regularly especially if they have like a public job uh, yeah. So I could imagine even without stalking, he could have seen her quite a lot. That's true. That's true. Just because yeah, there's like nothing 12 people in the town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, but talking of uh, Roscoe, so one question I had, which they kind of answered in here, but I'm still kind of questioning it, is do you think Roscoe is being sincere about, or not sincere, but do you think maybe she's in on it? Oh, and you because, think he's like... Because, you know, at first I thought, okay, the whole, like, romance stuff mm-hmm. was kind of a bit clumsily written. 
in sure. the beginning. Like she immediately liked him. She winked at him and all this kind of stuff. And it, it just seemed a bit too much. And at first I thought, okay, it's his first book. He's learning how to write. But now I'm, I, I, there was just one point where I started wondering, like, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe this is well written. Uh, because there have been a few things here where I thought something wasn't particularly well written and then it kind of came back a few chapters later. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. I still, mm. I'd probably guess like 60, 65% that she's like, it's good. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Like what we read is exactly what happens. Yeah. And what yeah, she yeah. wants and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. but there's still a solid part of me that's thinking, yeah, mm. but it all went a bit too fast and a bit too easy. She picked him up immediately. Well, he's like, six yes. foot five, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah well, just be. because someone's tall, that doesn't mean you fall in love with them. <laughs> oh, okay. Tender yeah. lie to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that could, I never thought about this. I have to admit, I just, I fell for it like a sucker. Um, why would she get him out of jail, right? Why not give him another chance to kill him in jail? Or like of humble? course. And that's, that's Richard's argument, right? He says, yeah. that's, that's what he tells Finley, right? That's, he says, like, it's, it's Roscoe, you and me, because Roscoe's yeah, yeah, not yeah. in it because she uh, picked me up, which is the exact opposite of what they want. That's true. He may, but, she might be selling up for like a big one. Yeah, that's true. Again, yeah, that's the thing. Like, also, why, why would she pick him up? Because the police messed up? Yeah, I mean, I of course you could say because she likes him. him. Yeah, that could be. But, like, yeah, yeah. but also, yeah, <sighs> I'm, I'm not sure. Is Maybe. It, as I said, it seemed. There has to be almost one of them. Okay, so, so what we've got now, right? Basically, we've got these Hubble set in jail. I think that was in this part that we we're talking about. There's basically 10 people who know of this, of like, of the something bad going on, right? Uh, was that this yeah, episode? I think that was, it was either this, it was either chapter eight or probably seven. Yeah. Can't yeah. remember. But yeah. So, so there's 10 people. We've got a couple of them like dead or missing. Like Hubble is one of them. Morrison, like the yeah, Hubble wasn't chief. one of them. Sorry? Hubble wasn't. I, I mean, he, he was, was in on it, but he said he was not one of the 10. Him oh, okay. Oh, and shit. the guy he hired were not part of them. So there's basically, that's, that's what he says towards. I can remember this because I read this half an hour ago. Um, <laughs> the, the <laughs> um, no, because he, he explicitly tells Finley that, um, there's 10 people in on it, uh, not including those two. Oh, and okay. Morrison's dead. And then Finley says, great. Now I've got nine more people left. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah. I thought Hubble was. Okay. And then they think this um, mayor who's going to take yeah, over, Teal. he's one, Teal. Yeah. He should I mean, that be seems pretty it. obvious, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then, okay, I thought we could already like number it down a lot more, but we can't actually. I mean, but the thing is, right, if that's, so, I mean, the Kleiners have something to do with it, right? So there's at least that one of be. them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe not the, the head of something, but I mean, they financed everything and yeah. Well, they're, they're super rich and they're trying to keep the city clean, right? So there's something, they, they must be hiding yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And they hired yeah. the police department. Gave them, yeah, 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 yeah. So but that's still, let's say it's at least one of them. So that, so we've got, uh, with those three, we've got Morrison, Teal, at least one of the cleaners. So that's still leaves seven people. We haven't had that many characters in the book yet. So exactly. Yeah, that's true. Because all the police, the policemen were, were clean, kind of, right? That's the idea now. Because none of them has become police chief, right? That's the idea. Yeah, but that doesn't... Just because the others... Only, only one person can become police chief, right? Yeah, true. So but that, the that fact that they chose an outsider, which is the mayor, and not one of the policemen, I think it was like Jack Reacher okay. reasoning. Yeah. But, oh, and... Um, yeah. The, sorry to Maybe. interrupt. The... Um, the um, 
prison the prison um, um oh yeah yes yeah. director Spivy, or whatever, Spivy, whatever Spivy, his name Spivy, was. Yeah. Spivy, yeah. he must be in yes, it as well of course well. he was in on it so that's four uh, so, so we've got four so we've still got six left six left so there's a solid so Roscoe, chance Roscoe mm-hmm. yeah she's dead to me now maybe Fuck. maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, milk it. I would say to reach your milk it as for as long as you can and kill her. Um, <laughs> but only once you know she's in on it. Don't just yeah, kill yeah. people, you know. Don't, yeah, don't, don't do case. it just because you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is also, I mean, this podcast also features lots of life lessons. This is one of the life lessons. Don't kill people just in case. Yeah, you know, yeah. I would have suggest some evidence you don't. First. Yeah. And like, if you do it, just hiding the body is not enough in Germany. So... Yes, exactly. <laughs> you need to get someone else to stand in for your crime, basically. You have to yeah. frame someone else. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So moving on from that life lesson. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's go to the next life lesson, um, which is. It sounds um, like you have one or not. Or are you, no, are you I don't. I'm, I'm, to, I'm oh, thinking okay. very hard. Trying to uh, okay, okay. <laughs> You're trying to improvise a life lesson. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, everyone, this enough. is Kuhn's improvisational skill. We're witnessing it right now. We it's have, exciting. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to start cutting here, Ben. I see I, the facial expression is somewhere between mild terror and amusement at your own failure. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I would, yeah. I think improv is harder than you think it is. Um, it's like, yeah. you know, it always seems so easy, but then you're standing there, the lights are on you, you, you fail. Um, you're asked to provide life lessons. Yeah. I mean, um, I kind of set myself up for this, right? Yeah. Um, to be, I didn't even ask you specifically. Yeah. No. I anyway. Up. But yeah, so that was like one of the questions I had is, you know, is Roscoe in Good on one. this? Good and yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything other than it seemed a bit fast everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, it's not like there's anything. You know, I mean, if she is on it, then she's playing the part well. If, if sure. then we have to yeah. give that to her. She's yeah. even doing lots of paperwork for, well, I guess she maybe doesn't have to do the paperwork for Teal if he knows that she doesn't, doesn't have to do, you know. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 But actually, uh, okay. Actually, there's one thing I remember from this, which I found interesting, which is, um, I quite, it was kind of slightly weirdly written, but I quite liked how, Reacher realized that he was not the guy who was supposed to get killed in prison. Mm, sure. Yeah, whole, was, yeah. Because I found that first really confusing how he's talking about the waitresses, right? And it's like, yeah, 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 know, yeah. One was this, one was that. And I thought, like, okay, come on. Like, do you have what to you describe doing? them yeah. that much? Like, this yeah. is really weird. And then one had gla- glasses is like a distinct feature. Like, it's not, yeah. it's unambiguous, right? And yeah. then I was like, okay, well, what's he going on? <laughs> like, what is it? Like, and then, you know, the big revelation that the guy had got his glasses broken by the other gang in prison yeah. and then Reacher wore the sunglasses that yeah. were the kind that only are sunglasses when light, when light hits them yeah exactly yeah. That, you're right that was really cool and i i have to admit like like two sentences before the reveal i was like oh my god he was wearing this you know so yeah, yeah. i had like this little yeah no that was very well written i really liked that yeah and then yeah. he realized like because that's a fun thing right because that's how he builds it up with the waitresses because like reacher is like you know this massive ripped guy and hubble you know isn't um so he could have exactly. said like it's the a tiny guy. Yeah, it's a huge oh, sorry, guy. No, sorry, the tiny guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, attack the yeah. tiny guy, and they don't. It's like it's the guy with glasses. Yeah, so yeah. that's really yeah, that was really well done. Yeah, exactly. I have to admit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was 
you know, so far I've been not exactly critical of the writing, but, you know, it's, you know, as I said, like it's the first novel and the first thing he wrote. So kind of should be expected, but that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a reason he got picked up, right? I mean, it's, it's not that he had some talent or so he practiced before, I assume, right? I mean, I don't think it's like a diamond in the rough completely. Uh, as far as I can tell, he hadn't written anything before this. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, okay. I mean, to be fair, like he was. So I, I can do a bit more on this because, as I mentioned last time, I'm reading this other book and I have a few highlights I wrote down about sure. that we can maybe do in, a, in 20 minutes or so. Um, yeah. But if I remember correctly, you know, he was in his probably roughly the same age as Reacher, like mid to late 30s or something. Yeah. And so uh, the author Lee Child, he just got fired from television so he had been working in television for quite a while. So, I mean, I don't know whether he'd just been doing production and had like nothing to do with any creative work, but I could imagine just if your job is in something, you There's always a narrative, more time thinking right? about it. Yeah. But I don't know. Then again, that's maybe like saying, you know, a secretary in science would pick up science on the way. So I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know exactly what his, I mean, he wasn't a, you know, a writer for television. That sure, wasn't his sure. job. He, yeah, I think yeah, exactly. he was on the production side. But yeah, no, I think this was, this is, I think, the first thing that he wrote. Yeah, well, he seems to do well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's, he's doing very well for himself, yeah. <laughs> Actually, shall we just talk about it now? Then, uh, Yeah, just do it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. it, I guess we can. I mean, so there's a few things. So I don't know exactly if this is going to work. So I, I bought the other, have the other book on my Kindle so I can highlight stuff and in theory I can look through my notes now, ah, um, yeah. like through all the highlights. And yeah, maybe actually, okay, so here's, so actually the, the book is by Andy Martin and it's called Reacher Said Nothing. Like I think that's the most common sentence in the Reacher novels because really? Reacher doesn't really talk much. That's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. what I said last time. He's kind of quite talkative in this one. Yeah, um, sure. It's a lot sure. more kind of detective work going on in this one and talking to other people. Whereas the others, he's usually quite silent. That's why the book's called Reacher Said Nothing. Anyway, so here's a few sentences from Reacher Said Nothing about how uh, Lee Child wrote the first book. Quote, he wrote the first chapter, Killing Floor, chapter one, then showed it to his wife. Everything depended on what she said. He could keep on with chapter two, or he could go and apply for the warehouseman job. She read what he had written and then put it down. Wait, where the fuck's the rest of the <laughs> quote? <laughs> Wait, where's the rest of the quote? <laughs> okay, sorry. This Amateur. Is... Like you only highlighted a part? Yeah, I highlighted like a... What does his wife say? Now I've completely lost. Like, I don't know. I've never highlighted stuff in a Kindle. Hmm, I can highlight stuff in my highlights. That's useful. Oh, that's very, very helpful. Okay. I seem to have lost the rest of that quote. <laughs> um, anyway, so the idea is, so, so, uh, why, why I wanted to read that is because there was this like job working in a warehouse that he considered yeah. applying for. Mm -hmm. And then he thought, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just try and write this thing. So he wrote the first chapter. By the way, he wrote apparently the entire first book with pen and pencil. Um, Jeez. so the entire thing cost like two euros or whatever in terms of production costs for the first draft. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he read the, he wrote the first chapter, then showed it to his wife and she said, yeah, this might continue. Might work. Yeah, oh, this might work. That's cool. That's very cool. And then he just, I guess, continued doing it. And uh, there's also, 
I don't know whether I highlighted this, but there is also something about like how the first stuff kind of got picked up. And I think Mm -hmm. it was something like one of the first readers who randomly read it. Because, you know, this wasn't a big announcement. Here's this big, here's this sure. writer, or whatever. Yeah. I think it started off pretty inconspicuously. And I think basically one of the first readers said, this is the new thing. Like, this is going to be a huge series. Oh, and wow. Yeah. She said something like, what did she say? She said, buy three copies of this book. The first for yourself, the second to give to someone else, and the third to keep as a first edition. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, she, she knew what she was talking about. Yeah. Exactly. So, for some reason... This person, I don't know who, I can't remember who she was. Um, I don't even know whether she had any literary influence or whether she was literally just a random reader. Um, but yeah, (laughs) that that was. She knew something was up, but yeah, exactly. That's that's really interesting. I guess it also has to depend a bit on the zeitgeist or whatever, right? Maybe like in the, what is it, late nineties, like stuff like this was kind of new. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, this was mid mid nineties, I believe. Um, was it mid, okay, I thought it was ninety something like that. Ninety seven. Oh, okay. okay yeah, First published yeah. in Great Britain in nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's a few things that um, just a few notes I have that relate to some of the stuff we talked about last time, and that I can answer a bit better. Yeah. One thing is about we asked about how old Reacher is in all yeah. the other books and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so um, the quote here goes: a lot of people were wondering about Reacher getting older. I'd heard the question asked a few times, how old is he now? Is he over the hill or what? Lee reckoned he was around 48 now, maybe a bit older. I used to be very specific, but now I just don't mention it. So this was Ah, written in four years ago or something. So it seems like he actually did kind of age through the books and we're getting the guy who's 36. Yeah, fresh out of the military, talks a lot. Exactly. Okay, that's interesting. Then another is about, we mentioned the whole films and Tom Cruise thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to make that slightly more precise. So here's again a quote from Richard Said Nothing by Andy Martin. I have taken a vow to keep off the subject of Tom Cruise, who played Reacher in the Jack Reacher movie based on one shot. He has already received around one million emails from fans saying, you sold us out, you bastard, or words to that effect. He sends out a tweet about what he had for breakfast, and they'll all tweet back to him, but why Tom Cruise? Some people said, <laughs> what about Daniel Craig? Well, what about Daniel Craig, I said. He's even shorter, Lee, Lee shot back. He had actually met Daniel Craig and knew him well enough to call him Danny. Likewise, Clint Eastwood. They're all shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently all the tough guys in films are very, very short, so hmm. none of them would be a better reacher than Tom Cruise. At least that's... That's at least Lee Child's opinion. I like the word shrimp. I've never heard shrimp. anyone call anyone else shrimp. No. Okay, so so that's settled then. Um, Tom Cruise is the best pick. Exactly. Actually, okay, here's something interesting. We talked about TV and his writing and whether that influenced him. So yeah. I, ha- I don't still don't know exactly what he did in TV, but here this mm-hmm. mentions about his writing style. Do you have any kind of strategy for writing or rules or whatever? I only really have one. You should write the fast stuff slow and the slow stuff fast. I picked that up from TV. Think about how they shoot breaking waves. It's always in slow motion. Same thing. You could spend pages on pulling the trigger. Die trying. All the mechanics uh, yeah, all the mechanics and chemistry firing a shot like calculus and what happens to the bullet afterwards. That's the thing most writers forget. They think it's just pull the trigger. Oh. So he did mention that he learned something from TV. 
Yeah, I guess so. I see. That's what I think. Like, there's always a narrative in TV, and even if you're not on the creative side, you still have to like cut it like that or whatever, right? Yeah. I maybe. mean, it's still creative, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have no idea. But the thing, as I meant, like, he could also—I don't know what his job was—but he could also sure. have been just a guy sorting out the finances or whatever, right? Or um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, you don't know what's what's in there, right? I mean, one thing I have to say about his writing style is what really um, surprised me, but not in a bad way. It's just like, because I'm trying to like read this book a bit more detailed is how short his sentences are. Oh, like, yeah, it's yeah. almost that gets always shorter like in the future. Yeah. Really? Even shorter. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of this starting a sentence with which it says something like, I don't know, Richard couldn't eat anything full stop, which is fine by him. Full stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another. Okay. So cool. You know these yeah. books, right? They're like 500 pages long. Yeah. And I think somewhere it said they're often like 100,000 words or something. Okay, yeah. Do you want to guess how he writes his books now? He doesn't do it with uh, with, with pen and pencil anymore. He doesn't do it with pencil and paper. Yeah. He does it. He, he types it out on his computer. And do you know how? Um... I don't know. No, I mean, like, you're he's counting the words or whatever, or like. No, no. So I mean, yeah, this is a very open question. No. The um, here's a here's a quote. Lee types with two fingers only, the index <laughs> fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's how you write a hundred thousand word book in like four months. Apparently, you type it, it out in four two months. Fingers. Jesus Christ! Something like that. And then, I mean, one of the reasons why his books are so successful is because you know I think he does a lot of promo around it. And so, you know, he does a new book every year. Yeah. He does some promo around it. There's yeah. also always a, a bit of time for, you know, to, for the book to be actually be made, like typeset and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you have to get it done in quite a lot less than, than a year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I guess that's how Jack Reacher would type if he would, if he would type, right? I guess not even with two fingers. He would be like yeah. searching, you know, like, like, <laughs> like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's all, yeah. I mean that's the whole thing with Reach also, right? He doesn't have a mobile phone or anything. He's never there's in the in the book that um the other book I mentioned last time, the past tense or whatever, he has to use a computer. Yeah. He's not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> he he can just about kind of like make do. Yeah, he's he he can just about get through it. Yeah, there's a lot of other stuff how he basically very he does fairly little revisions on his book. And he it's yeah. and he actually works through it from beginning to end so he hmm. like the thing they start with is that he doesn't know what's going to happen so in oh this, really okay yeah, yeah he actually has no idea so in this one it's it's, it's like a kind of self-exploration almost where he so they talk here about how they're writing i can't remember which which novel they're writing but they're writing one mm -hmm. of the regional novels and you know um, andy martin is kind of watching him do it more or less the entire yeah, time sure. so he's sitting there in the same room with him and they talk about how like you know on day one or whatever, he barely wrote anything. And then on day, but he kind of wrote like the beginning of that thing is something like there's this huge guy who's killed in a field or something somewhere, you know, they're all kind of very similar, right? It's yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. Midwest or something, rural areas of, of the US, someone gets killed or whatever. So he starts off that way. And then kind of, they talk about like how, how Lee Child himself goes like, Hmm, who is that guy? Like, who's the guy who just got killed here? Yeah, like oh, that's cool. Why in this field? That kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and then, I think the end of the chapter is something like, 
uh, Reacher leaves a, just gets out of a train somewhere. And it, like, you know, very similar to this one. He kind of just yeah. gets out of a train close by. And he's like, hmm, sure. okay, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. this other guy? And then he goes like, okay, so Kiva sounds a bit like Reacher. So Kiva's the name of the big guy who was just killed. And he thought, okay. And then like, in this case, the, the Andy Martin, the author of the other book, mm-hmm. um, it's like, yeah, it really sounds very similar. And, you know, Kiva's also a really big guy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe they get confused or something. And then they kind of build it up that way. It, oh, you know, so he fun. doesn't like plot it out. He says, he kind of starts with nothing or just a scene yeah. and goes, hmm, I wonder what happens next. Oh, that's very fun. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder if he then ties it back in, like stuff like with the glasses in prison, right? If he then goes yeah, back, exactly. it's like, oh yeah, give him glasses. I assume I mean, he so must do that. Yeah, sometimes probably. And I don't know whether his writing styles change slightly over the time. Probably. I mean, you did develop, right? No, they, I mean, he does rewrite stuff. So for example, he did like rewrite some, he did change some words because some, he's actually, you know, he's very, you know, you can often think, okay, these are like, you know, it's pulp fiction. It's just, you write it quickly. You read it quickly. You don't think about it too much. Yeah. But he yeah. does. At least, um, even though he doesn't rewrite, it seems like later on, he doesn't like go back much and then change something, yeah. uh, you know, like version two, three, four, five of a book. Sure, 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 he yeah. did, I think like on day one, he wrote like parts of the first chapter and or two paragraphs or a page or whatever. And then on day two, he, he kind of changed around a few words on a very like linguistic level, like what kind of the words mean, that kind of stuff. So he is, sure. you know, he's aiming for very basic, very straightforward language. Yeah. But he does, he is, it seems to be very aware of implications, subtle implications of words and that kind of stuff. So it's, got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's as always, as with everything in life. Um, it's a beautiful life lesson. Uh, so no, what I meant was like, as with everything in life, yeah, it's the stuff that seems easy is usually a lot of work. Yeah. 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 yeah no, that's what I expect. Yeah. Here's a, we, we talked about how Reach is doing well. Uh, here's a, a paragraph about that. Later that day, I'm with Lee in the back of a limousine riding to another TV studio downtown, chauffeur driven, all very suave. The sales figures were just coming in from the UK, first week of publication. Personal, uh, personal was the name of the previous book, um, mm, that yeah. he was just selling while he was writing his next book. Personal was number one, of course. But the really interesting thing I noticed pouring over the stats was that it was outselling the next 13 combined. Wow, it's a massacre, I exclaimed. The opposition has been comprehensively an- annihilated. See, <laughs> so, these Reacher books really sell a lot. They really sell, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but that's it, right? I mean, and, and I mean this in like the best way. It's like, it is just good entertainment, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like watching an action movie. It's like, you know, you're in there, you're nice. Reading still feels a lot more, and I think it is, quote unquote, better than watching a movie, right? You're at least like, doing something still like not passively observing no yeah i mean i have to admit i don't know why i disliked the first one you gave me kind of what was that um selling uh, point past tense, like that. Past tense. Yeah. i don't know where selling point comes from um yeah no i'm i'm enjoying it i feel like you know i get to the chapters really fast um so yeah it works he's got a yeah. golden form actually one thing i found really interesting is that uh here's another piece that doesn't really relate to anything we said, but I find it kind of interesting, which is another piece of research had been carried out in the UK. Apparently, Lee Child was the author most readers wanted to get to know. Mm. So he seems, I don't know, I mean, it is, of course, interesting, right? The guy who writes Reacher. Yeah, um, yeah, what's wrong with him? Yeah. So I found a, 
I found a quote about the writing of the first book. Yeah. Um, some guy, uh, they were talking about a guy called Joel before. I can't remember who he was, but Joel loved the fact that Lee had written Killing Floor in pencil. It was so not prima donna, not even a typewriter. September 1, 1994, three pads of A4, the kind with lines, one pencil, one pencil sharpener, and an eraser. That was what he had bought at the Arndale Center. It cost £3.99, he remembered precisely. He wrote the whole of the, whole of the first draft in pencil, the second in pen, and the third on someone else's laptop. Wait, that's different than I remember. Okay, it took a day and a half for the printer to print it all out. Oh, sorry, first draft. Yeah, sorry, not not first chapter, first, first draft. draft in, yeah, in yeah. Pencil. yeah, exactly. That's crazy. You know what I think he does really well? What I what I think would be the hardest about writing is like naming people. So just very briefly, <laughs> those were the quotes yeah. I had from the other book. Those were the quotes, okay. Yep. Sorry, I, I, no, no, I yeah, started yeah. Too, too soon. Like, don't you think like naming people is the hardest thing? And he just does it. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. I know, I know of some writers. So I know Georges Simenon, who's in a, he, that's a whole other story. He's a crazy writer, but he wrote lots and lots and very fast. And he apparently, I think he just took a, he had a phone book next to him and just looked through okay. names and just took those. Yeah. Okay. Makes, makes complete sense. He yeah. probably does the same. Oh, actually, there is a funny thing about a name. Uh, so I don't have the quote in front of me right now, but there was one passage in the other book, how some fan of him. Uh, on like some, I don't know, they were doing some interview sh- live show on radio or whatever. And yeah. how this one guy said, Oh, my mom's your biggest, you're like the biggest fan of yours or whatever. And it's like, Oh, what's the name? And then I can't remember what the name was, but then that name became a character in all yeah, the next cool. books. And apparently there's yeah. lots of people who like write to him saying like, Hey, can you make me the bad guy or one of the victims? Like yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. guys who victored, who, who reached it completely annihilates. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. one of the like bad bosses or whatever. That's so cool. Yeah, that's cool. cool. I yeah, just imagine you're like you're you're reading a Lee Child book. You know, it's it's a book set I don't know in the Netherlands or something, and then suddenly this guy called Forlies comes, and Richard just completely <laughs> smacks like, him, the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, you know, the guy like in the end like even cries, cries a little bit. You know, he really like writes yeah, it exactly. in there. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty cool, are. though, right? Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I would like to get killed off by Richard. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I mean, I'm sure you'll find similar guys you can try it out with if you want to get killed um, yeah, I by think someone I'm like that. I, I think there are more people like that than we realize usually. Well, I wonder about this, right? Like, you know, it's this like also. Uh, oh yeah, see, I wanted to look this up and I forgot. I want to look like how cool is military police actually, uh, right? Okay. Yeah. Or like, are there like a bunch of like nerdy military police guys like going like, yeah, Reacher, like you know. Yeah, I'm like Reacher, <laughs> yeah. but in reality, they're just like typing behind their laptop, you know, kind of yeah, getting yeah. a belly. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying I think this about military police in case anyone, um, like, from the military in police. case they are like Reacher and like they come from me now. Uh, if you just me- email me, I'll send you Kuhn's address. <laughs> yeah. They don't <laughs> need fair, you. Actually, they can yeah. track me down. Yeah, by Googling your name and seeing the address of our office <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's pretty exactly. easy to find yeah it's pretty easy to find me i won't put up resistance if you do it fast like you know if you do it fast, just break my neck i won't put up resistance i don't want to <laughs> suffer that's all just let me film it yeah it's like getting like you know getting oh yeah i'm not going there i'm not going to talk about animals i almost <laughs> went there okay then we don't have to censor yourself but that's fine i think uh yeah 
Uh, I think we've slightly gone uh, off track we lost anyway. We a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, then again, the weird thing is, like, I feel like with the, with this kind of book, there isn't that much. I realized, like, you know, as I said before, we did Crime Punishment. There was always a lot of stuff to talk about the book itself because mm-hmm. there was kind of intentionally uncertain things about the book, why one person did this, who this person is. But here it seems like we've kind of talked about most of that already, right? Like, it's yeah. they are kind of the main characters. Oh, one character oh. we missed, um, Hobble's wife, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. And his kids. She seems also a little too cool about this. You reckon? Whole like, you mean, yeah. Cause she was like, cause she even went to him, like the first time Roscoe and him went to his house, right? Or, or the house of the Hubbles. She was kind of like, you know, in a bad mood and everything, or like, you know, not bad, but like, sad and a little upset and then he came back like a couple days later or the next day i don't know exactly and then she's like yeah i'm sorry for my outburst i should have like composed myself blah 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 and i was like well you know your husband's missing there's random people policemen showing up at your door yeah but that seemed normal to me uh that's yeah but when you just said that yeah she did say she thought her husband was still alive maybe she actually knows he's still alive maybe she hit him yeah like hid, hid with a D. Hid, hid with hid a D, him. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe both. If she's involved, then maybe for whatever reason, she just knows that they aren't. So I, mean, I didn't mean, I meant it like in terms of she's in, well, you know, one of, if she's one of the criminals, maybe yeah. she just knows that they're not going to kill him, but, you know, just sure. keep him away. Like, you know, as, as Richard said, like he should be kind of, well, I guess that theory went through the roof, but uh, through the window, but, he should be kind of safe because he has a job to do. That's sure. kind of difficult to replace. So it mm-hmm. would make, but then again, they, I guess they, Richard thinks they tried to kill him. So if it yeah, wasn't for them, it's understanding in prison. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But the reaction that you just said, that seemed kind of, that seemed kind of normal to me, right? You're kind of upset and then you're, it seems she's also someone who wants to, you know, maintain appearance and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. You just want to say, like, I mean, I would expect you to yeah. just be a bit more upset about the whole situation i don't know yeah i don't know no but you're right i mean there is not like the stuff basically your summary is that i'm not sure if there's more we can you know we need a bit more characters hopefully next time we'll get the rest of the characters kind of i think the interesting thing is more that like in terms of discussing this is just that most of the stuff that's in there is fairly clear right yeah sure we know who reacher is and his alibi checked out and everything I guess, as I said, we still have the question about, well, I guess we're trusting Finlay for now. Then again, he True. has a kind of a bit of weird background. True. And now oh, he's... Yeah, he's... Financial it, problems. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You know, with his divorce and everything, maybe a little money on the side true. would yeah. be helpful. And now he gave his... The Hubble's wife, Charlie, yeah. and the kids are taken by a friend of um, Finlay. A guy who makes Richard look small. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm, okay, that's cool. I don't think either we're paranoid or we have trust issues or <laughs> something's going to happen here. So one of the <laughs> one of the three good characters is going to turn out to uh, be actually a bad guy. Jeez, I think I think we're not done with the deaths yet. I think there's going to be more people. Killed. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be more deaths. <laughs> That switchblade has to find somebody's neck. Um, yeah. Oh, or maybe, maybe, maybe actually, maybe that's the surprise. He's not going to use a switchblade to kill someone, but to cut something open or something. 
like to cut a rope yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, maybe that's be, the kind of like we expect him to go somewhere with it, but it's actually going to be it's going to be used, obviously, but maybe in a different yeah. context. Maybe it's like you know making a sandwich one day, and he needs like yeah. you know, or there's just a balloon and he pops it. Yeah, to make a kid cry, to like exactly. cause a diversion, <laughs> so he can like <laughs> kill people with his hands. <laughs> exactly, because that's way more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs to f- feel the struggle. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder actually at the next section if it's going to be similar to like this in case, like in in like in the sense that stuff happens, but we we you only know the you know the cliffhanger in the end when he tells you basically, right? Like, oh no, it yeah, turns out it was like you know a llama escaped from the zoo and he like trampled his brother. Um, you know, kind of coincidence. I couldn't actually read the next chapter. That's exactly what's going to happen. Really? Yeah. Damn. See, a lot see, of llamas in the rest of the book. It's yeah, that's what random. I thought. Yeah, no, I, I mean, be a writer. That's what I realize right now. <laughs> I mean, you just need to write, then you're a writer, right? So <laughs> yeah, that's true. You literally that's could true. be a writer. You just you, you'll be have shit. to write. You'll be shit at yeah. it, but you're a writer. Yeah. That's the yeah. beautiful thing about writing. You can actually be it if you want to. That is true. As long as yeah. you don't yeah, want to be a good writer or a successful writer or a popular writer. Hey, none of those things matter. Yeah. Anyway, cool. So, what's going to happen next? Okay, let me just see. So, we yeah, read yeah, until that's, page that's 218. Right. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter exactly which page we read to, to guess what's going to happen next, but um, let's say 310 or 322. That's it. That's it. 22. Okay. So we're going to read uh, chapter four, 15 to 21. So what's going to happen next? Uh, I guess what are the few questions? Okay. Maybe first question. Do you think also just for structural reasons, next time we would have read um, we would have read beyond the midway point of the book. That's often oh, yeah, when sure. major yeah. turns happen, right? Do you think it's going to be revealed that one of the, ch- that Finlay or Roscoe is, uh, not who we think they are? Oh, sorry. Let's be more specific. Are uh, one of the bad guys and are tricking Reacher? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think Yet so. I, I think... don't think either in the next one. Yeah. Yeah. You do so. You don't do you think any of them, do you, any of those two, is going to be turn out bad? Well, I think your your kind of point earlier about there being ten people and we've only we only counted to six or uh, four so far, kind of has to be one of them, right? So I'd yeah. say yes. Okay, okay. Then I'm going to say I'm going to say no. But I'm not going to say they're going to be revealed next time. No, no, no. Like but just the in the end, towards yeah, 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 yeah. Ultimately, the whole whole story. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're going to say no just to be controversial? or Well, also because I think it's too much of a coincidence, right? They couldn't have, you know, why was Roscoe so nice to to him in the beginning? They didn't know all this stuff was going to happen yet. But they, but Morrison already suspected him. Actually, it's not really clear whether Morrison suspected him actually as the murderer or whether he yeah, just or confused just used him, him with him. his brother. Yeah, or, or even just used his, him. Yeah, yeah true. Exactly, true. but... Yeah, that could be. Okay, so here's the thing, right? Yeah. Morrison was there and Roscoe were there when Reacher came in. So maybe Mor- Morrison could have told Roscoe what to do. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still possible. That's still possible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, I mean, I guess she, right, okay. So let's put it this way. She right now doesn't have a motive. Roscoe. Yeah. Yeah. There's no yeah. clear. I mean, of course you can make one up something like, you know, Morrison was putting pressure on her or whatever. They needed one. Whatever. Person, like, yeah. Know, yeah. Could be. You can always make something yeah. up. But Finley actually potentially has a motive i mean to yeah, be fair he true. said the job was well paying so maybe he doesn't actually need the money but then again yeah. maybe it was well paying 
for specific reasons. I don't know. That could be, yeah. So I guess right now, so here's the thing. Yeah, I guess with with Finlay, I have no suspicions, but he seems to have at least a bit of a motive. Yeah. With Roscoe, I can't see a motive, but it all went a bit fast. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> cool. That's the important thing. If someone Did likes even... you, be suspicious yeah. of it. Be... <laughs> <laughs> Don't life trust lesson. anyone who likes you. <laughs> That's a, another life yeah. lesson. Yeah. Yeah, cool. If, if, if a woman approaches you and says, hey, yeah. how are you? Immediately be suspicious. Kicker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just Jack reach to her headbutt. They don't. <laughs> exactly. They never headbutt expect a headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <that's>... And, <laughs> and then get rid of the body. <laughs> Unless you're in Germany, then you have to keep the body or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm super confused now. Yeah, I don't know either. But uh, the th- wear the skin and pretend you're them. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's. But then someone's going to do the same to you. So, God, fuck. Yeah. yeah anyway, okay, so sorry. that's not yeah, good. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we agree though that's not going to be revealed this time. Yeah. But maybe he's going to have a suspicions. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, so we t- have, okay, I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see Hubble in the next um, part again? Like in the next six chapters? I think it's going to be revealed what's going to happen with him, like whether okay. he's alive or not. I think that's going okay, to be cleared okay. because okay. he's yeah he's not really what it's about anymore. Right. Well, it he still has off. all the, like, he's got a lot of information that Reacher wants out of him, right? So. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I mean, it's not, he's, he's now not the end goal, right? He's not the end goal. Sure. The end goal yeah, is yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I'm actually not sure what the thing is. Well, I guess well, for Reacher, it's to, to avenge, not avenge his brother's death, but to clear it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In whatever, whatever that means. So the Kleiner son, or whatever it's, he's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's going to be something. Yeah. I don't know. They're probably going to intimidate Richard and he's going to punch through all of them. <laughs> something like that's probably I hope happen. so. I mean, the, the way the Kleiner son is written or like the stepson, like you want him to get beat up, right? Yeah, exactly. Like he's, he's a bit of a dick. You know, he kind of like, he's not nice to his stepmom. He's not nice to Roscoe. Probably, you know, people don't like him. You know, that's the, like, exactly. you know, yeah. So yeah, Rich yeah. Has- I think, I don't think he's going to get beat up, but. Maybe not necessarily him specifically, but I feel they, they're they going to exert some pressure, maybe him and a few friends on Reach or something. Yeah, yeah. I think Charlie and the kids are just going to be out of sight for the chapter, for the next part. Um, yeah, I think Even so if something true. happens, I think they're just going to be gone for now. True. Yeah, well, the thing is, I feel like there's lots of characters, but then again, right now, I'm almost struggling to name more. There's, of course, the Mayor Teal. Yeah, yeah, he could. But that's that's all could could could-haves, right? Like... They could play a role, but it's also fine if they don't, kind of, right? I mean, also, Teal's not going to do anything. Yeah, he's a puppet, right? It seems like he's a puppet. He's, and he's also, like, as you said, like, he's too old to really, like, do anything, right? True. So he can, he can talk to Reacher and, like, imply stuff and try to intimidate him. him or yeah. intimidate him. Yeah, exactly. But he's not going to actually do anything. Yeah. Actually, there's one interesting thing because he's like this Teal guy, the mayor. He's like from a rich, um, plantation family, however they call it, yeah, right? Like do you think? Do you think that that's anything? Because if he's rich, why do they need the Kleiners? Kind of, right? Are they? Is that related or not? Is the Kleiners like a completely separate rich family? And why are yeah, they rich? Why, are, you know, what is their business? Oh, next question I have for you, actually. What is what is the criminal activity that's going on? We kind of talked about this last time. Yeah. What is the, the what is the crime? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still have no idea. Um, right? Let's see. 
so what do we know? We know there's a substantial proportion of people in this small town involved. We know that the guy was a banker and maybe something, you know. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, that, that something narrows down. There. He hired, and he was also like, he's actually very wealthy, right? They have a Bentley and that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're assuming wealthy, he didn't yeah. like just, you know, rent it for the day, um, that he actually owns it, then, um, yeah. Uh, wait, what do we know? Uh, so he hired Rich's brother, which is interesting, right? Because that's. A- oh, that's another thing. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Towards the end, I get all the, the good ideas. His, Rich's brother said, like, he's been in Margrave before, right? Because he said he also looked for the, the, the dead musician. Oh, yeah. That Did guy. he have something to do with it before? Did he go before already for Hubble? Like a couple of years ago. But he helped her. Oh, like to help Hubble, you mean? Or yeah, yeah. Like, why did Hubble come up with like his brother? Like, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going at. Also, like, why okay, his brother? Yeah, yeah. No, it was the same thing. Kind of like, it might be that they just met randomly because you know it's a small place. Could be. Um, and Reacher, like the brother Joe Reacher, was just you know looking for that musician, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's I'm kind of yeah. Why did they hire the brother? Also, it's not really clear. Is it clear what he hired the brother for? Um, well, private investigator, right? To kind of help him out of his yeah. trouble. Yeah, what um, does that mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess to get him... Very vague. I guess the idea was maybe for the brother to implicate the guys in the crime, like the other 10 guys, right? And then maybe that could have been it. That Maybe like Morrison, you know, maybe the brother found out already told Morrison, the police chief, and then got killed because he knew too much, right? That could be... Oh, you think something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the interesting <sighs> thing. It's kind of, you know, in a way it feels like it's kind of obvious what's going to happen next in terms of, like, how much actions there's going to be and that there's going to be cliffhangers mm-hmm. and plot twists and that kind of stuff. Like, like, you know, like the rhythm of the book seems fairly clear. Like, every other yeah. chapter there's, like, a big turnaround or a cliffhanger or whatever. But I'm actually pretty blank on like what's actually going to happen next. Like I don't yeah. really have any specific expectations about what's going to happen in the next six yeah. chapters. Yeah, I literally has the funny thing. I have. I mean, we still have the code word. That the Clueless, wife yeah. says she doesn't know what it means. Again, you'd assume a guy like Reacher would, if she's in some way implicated, either she's a very good liar. Um, or you'd assume that someone with Reacher's training would kind of be able to figure out when she's lying. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, some, yeah. like if you, if you work in the police for 20 years, you can probably tell, I'd imagine. But, but they, oh, yeah. actually, when they were at Charlie's house, um, all of a sudden Roscoe started flirting with him. That could have clouded his vision, right? Is, cause she like, she rubbed his leg and then he, uh, all of a yeah, sudden he yeah. realized. Like, yeah, oh because, my god, she wants me because she rubbed his yeah, neck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. I find that pretty funny oh, too. <laughs> yeah. like, oh my like, god! No, the I way, get it. It's not even rubbing, right? It's just the way she sat down next to him. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, oh my god, the wink, the coffee, everything makes sense now. Yeah. We're gonna go back to her house and like do and it. They did. He was right, and they did. Yeah, uh, I have to admit, little lackluster in the writing. Like, if you can write on how people are pinned on a wall, like you can write a bit more of like, and then we rolled around. Like, you wanted more on. explicit sex. 
yeah, I want more explicit sex. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can you can write to uh, Lee Child that uh, his his books aren't sufficiently pornographic for you. I'm sure he can yeah. add something to the next. Oh, yeah, he stopped writing. He can't. He stopped. Oh. Ah, see, just some time. He knew oh, it was no. coming. Actually, uh, there was one. Uh, there was one quote. I seem to have not highlighted it, but I remember reading it about you know the, the Reacher books. Uh, one of it, I think, it might have been about personal the book that appeared before. You know, he was writing the one that mm-hmm. I'm reading about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So roundabout. Anyway, I think there was something like a female uh, reader said something like, "What do you mean? There's there's little sex or no sex in the Reacher books? Don't you know what's going through the mind of all the women while they're reading it?" Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Reacher. Maybe, maybe cool. That's the problem. You're you're not letting your fantasies about Jack Reacher go wild enough. That's um, it. I'll try that next time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got like 300 pages more to <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Just don't think too much of Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, puts me off a little bit, I guess. Anyway, I'm I'm glad that we again ended. Oh, we're, I guess we're ending this thing now and we're yeah. again reaching. I guess last time we talked about a pint full of semen. Um, and now we're talking about you being disappointed in the sex scene. So I'm glad we're kind of, we're finding a rhythm we're reach, here. We're reaching another climax, huh? Very good. Very good. Yeah. 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 I hope people don't listen to this because, <laughs> you know, it's getting weirder and weirder. I mean, I talk about wearing people's skin every time I end on like something. Yeah, I also feel like I might get into legal trouble just by having you on because you're going to say something. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to say, like a disclaimer, everything expressed on this um, channel is Ben's Ben's opinions and not his guests. I've written a script. (laughs) Kuhn is just reading it off. Yes, yes, I'm I'm reading this. Very well, I have to say. Very convincing. It sounds like you actually came up with the ideas. Um, Yeah, no. I mean, you also have to credit my writing for that, right? It's not that That easy to to write a guy who's not a native but speaks the language very well and you know really get the kind of rhythm of that going it's, it's not that mm-hmm. easy yeah no i think we 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 found a a good rhythm here i mean yeah you can hear i'm stumbling now because i'm like kind of spitballing <laughs> yeah, um, exactly like i've reached the end of, end of my script i'm um yeah yeah no just improvise and as we established earlier improvisation isn't your strong point so isn't my strong um, point i guess next time i'll write a bit more for you to yeah. say yeah, okay. and then maybe you can do some jokes on the side so I can throw those in there. I can try, you know. Be. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 look up like hundred best jokes or something so you can yeah. you can read some of those next time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just throw them in randomly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. So as we said, uh, we're going to read chapters fifteen to twenty, which ends on page three hundred and twenty-two. I'm actually excited because I mean it works for me. I'm like. Now I was a little bit annoyed um, that I had to stop reading. So, um, well, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, then. I always feel like uh, I feel like I should address the audience now if people are still listening. But then again, I feel just feel sorry for people who spend their time listening to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, why would you listen to this? <laughs> it's like lunch. Like, it's like you have better lunch things to do. Yeah. yeah, I guess I don't know. It's like some people just use it for background noise and then it can be kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. It must be really confusing though if you have this as background noise and occasionally you, you hear the random, you just hear random phrases like a pint of semen 
or yeah 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 exactly i was disappointed by the sex scene or i wear their skin <laughs> um <laughs> there must be some moments where i was like this is not good background noise yeah yeah what kind of background noise? this i shouldn't let my dog listen to this when i'm gone um exactly. so he doesn't like eat a couch <laughs>